Hello and welcome to the Broken Trophy Podcast. Cough, cough, splutter, splutter. Welcome to what the Broken the Trophy was Podcast. That? Well, we're all a bit, you know, under the weather. We're in quarantine. We're, you know, self-isolating. Right. You know? Okay, good. <laughs> well, on that positive note. Should we uh, carry on the trend? Tom, an apology, please, because last week's was a shambles and you screwed it up. I'm so sorry. I was just explaining to you what happened earlier. I stopped listening. It was quite long. Yeah, well, just yeah, just problem saving the uh, the recording down. Uh, we lost your audio track, basically. Which is, is a disaster. It's a sort of subliminal message, isn't it? It is. And I, I know a few people have, have queried whether it's just my megalomaniac um, tendency that yeah. I just only want to hear my voice in the pod and not yours. So it is. rest assured, everyone. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take it nice and low key today. So okay. I'm just gonna leave well, the talking you know, to for, you, mate. For our, you, uh, for our listeners, you might like the fact that rather than Tom getting rid of my vocals this week, what he's tried to do is put the washing machine on just before we start our pod. So if you can hear, you know, the clitter clatter of uh, of clothes going around a drum. That's, the that's dryer, why. That's the dryer. Actually. The dryer. My yeah, it's the dryer. It's not the. It's not the washing machine because the washing machine will crank up. Will it? Will it? Yeah. Good. It has those highs and lows, doesn't it? As Good. you know. So. Um, on this pod this week then we have the washing machine tumble dryer and and a horse dog will probably come in soon as well so good (laughs) so apart from that it's going really well absolutely absolutely but how are you feeling because in all seriousness this is an unprecedented week with the coronavirus outbreak i know you're particularly concerned about what about the virus yes yes you have been all over it yeah so what i'm fine you're fine that's good it's it's fine it'll be it'll be okay we in the, panic, in the hu- panic not. In the Hewlin household, we have a couple of sniffles. Do you? I'm not going to lie. Okay. But you, but you probably put that down to us being Football wingers. Orders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they should definitely have different categories for the coronavirus. <laughs> if you're if you're a footballer, just stay at home. It's just going to be fine. Just stay at home. Yeah. And if you're a rugby player, just grab someone's balls. <laughs> And you'll be fine. Okay, so so you've, you've raised a couple of points there, which we, we need to dive straight into both of those. So Joe Marler last week. Yeah. He was having a giggle, having a little tickle. That's so all. I mean, when, when um, uh, Vinnie Jones did that to Paul Gascoigne yeah. all those years ago, yeah. that's sort of been deemed like a bit of banter, like quite it good is. comedy value. So if you want even more comedy value, the French bloke who absolutely lumped the Scottish bloke yeah. got three weeks and yeah. Joe Marler's got ten weeks. Unbelievable. So in, in hindsight, you're, you're better off punching someone in the face <laughs> than just having a little tickle with their balls. But anyway, <laughs> there's a life lesson for us all there. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? That was good fun. Alwyn Jones was nice. sort of like, he had a bit of a whinge. I sort of always wonder with these things nowadays. I mean, it's sort of crisis management. It's like, if you make a real song and dance about something. He was very clever. So in the interview, exactly. he didn't say anything. He got the interviewer to raise the question, exactly. to say the name and everything else. Yep. And in essence, look, Joe Marler was either doing it for one of two reasons. One was to break it all up a bit and have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Or he was trying to get Alan Wynne-Jones to punch him in the face and yep. get sent off. Yeah, exactly. As revenge for Carl Sinclair like the year before. Yep. We'll never know. He's got a 10-week ban over, you know, a bit of, a bit of self-isolation. <laughs> It'll be fine. He'll come back back stronger or whatever it's called um but yeah so it's a go. strange old game i mean it i did was. watch i did watch the england wales game last week england were rampant and then obviously you had two players sent off essentially i mean obviously you were invited to come and watch it with us but you turned us down because you know to watch it with your other friends no no, no i watched it here i can't remember what i was doing i was doing yeah, something yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know i don't know but yeah so england obviously were dominant and then got two players sent off and were clinging on a bit at the end weren't they they were indeed not clinging on it was just we won it easy but what but what it was only three points in it it's at fine. the end it was fine. So it's fine. Because like the commentators were like, oh, you know, it's fine as yeah, well. Exactly. 
But it, it didn't feel, I felt a little bit nervous. No. no? No. I was wrong. Yes. I was wrong in that nervousness. Yes, you were. Okay, fine. And then we, the we other. Beat, we beat Wales, that's all that matters. Indeed, and you did celebrate by heading down the pub. I did indeed, and again, where were you? Well, I did say I would potentially go to the pub no. if you went. That was the classic, yeah, I might meet you there, and with Hewland that means not a hope in Sundays and me being well, there. Well, I never, I never got the, the heads up that you were actually going. I'll behave. I didn't. All right, all right. anyway, Tom's, 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 you know, being a bit of a footballer about it all. Anyway, <laughs> more imp- I think what he should do is go and have a pint of breeder. Oh, breeder. We had a lot of mileage in that, we didn't did, we? We, we? We did, So unbeknown to me, Tom actually um, emailed whoever, whoever makes Breeder. Randall's Brewery. Okay. So so funnily enough, after last week's pod, yes. Um, well, actually going back even before that, on Facebook, I befriended a chap called Tony Diabra, shout out to Tony, who I've also mentioned in a previous pod because he was on my school football team that lost 9-1 when we talked about our um, yeah. embarrassing defeats. Anyway, Tony works at uh, the Moulin de Lec pub in Jersey, where I thought they still serve Breeder, but he tells me no, they don't. But he did tell me that Randall's Brewery in Guernsey now, bre- now um, brews Breeder. So I reached out to them with, a, with uh, the question of, would you sponsor the pod? And they said, thanks for asking. No. But not at this stage. So I've got an idea. Yeah. For the next like sport relief charity day or whatever it is, yep. we should record a pod for an hour, yep. but you're not allowed to mention Jersey. Okay, yeah, I, I, I might struggle. I was thinking I would all try of, not all to of your, mention all of your Jersey. references are Jersey. Are they? Yeah, right. Well, I, I was, I was thinking. I had that in mind that I wasn't going to talk about Jersey today. So from but, this point forward, but it isn't just you. So Greg, yeah, friend, friend of the show, friend of the show, Greg, definitely. He loves of, being a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. He loves it. He's complained about the use of friend of the show all the time. Well. That's our thing, isn't it? Exactly. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, exactly. So he, he's asked us to stop saying it quite so much. So if we can stop saying friend of the show so much. That friend of the show. It. Yeah. Don't See, so I, I, I refer it back to, do you remember Fry and Laurie, their sketch show? And they used to refer to each other as Macaulay. Right. You know? They used to refer to each other as Macaulay Steve and Macaulay Q. And I compare friend of the show with that. It's like an, it's just a, an amorous sort of declaration of love to our followers. Okay, anyway, so moving on. <laughs> You're listening to the Broken Trophy Podcast. We have a couple of shout-outs to kind yeah. of say to people. So Danielle did complete the Llama 20. Tom, you were quite rude to her online, saying about she should be at home reading an old, reading a book like the uh, yeah. Golden Girls. Yeah. And she, in not so many words, told you to do one. Well, she didn't really. She did. She posted a picture of her reading a book with a blanket across her knees. Taking the piss. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We, 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 we will get her to confirm her, her view on that. Right. We've um, also had a shout out to Jenna, who finally had her dance match evening. She posted a couple of videos on Twitter. So um, that wasn't that was not her real hair. It turns out. Oh right. No, I didn't know which one was Jenna because obviously I don't know Jenna. The one personally. dancing with a massive bouffant scouse hair. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I know now. Now that you've said that. Okay. But um, my life is quite boring. Okay. Friday night is football training for my son okay so I got in at like the eight half eight settling down for the evening and then all these all these Twitter uh, notifications start coming through and it is Jenna and her friend yep uh, at their darts night which yeah. was absolutely brilliant to watch <laughs> so thank you for it those was. there was a lack of snackage though they had fish and chips though, they didn't they? fish and chips but as uh, that's going to fill you up as Nikki friend of the show Greg yep. she uh, commented <laughs> there was no hummus hummus yeah no guacamole but that's all right. Yeah, but you don't right. have that with you've fish. Fish and chips is a meal which you don't really need snackage afterwards. I don't think. Oh, you do. You need a pickled egg. 
Mm, I don't know. But, oh, see, I'm thinking maybe a few sweet, sweet numbers oh, after okay. fish and chips. All right, all right. You know, enough. like those those uh, mini roll chocolate mini roll things. Oh yeah. Do you get in the bucket from yeah, yeah. Lemonettes or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So something like that, but not okay. a full on snackage right. buffet. All right. Next one. <laughs> so, um, so friend of the show, Greg. Actually, who we just mentioned. Friend of the show. Friend of the Greg, show. No way. He um, he's going to start his own podcast. He's been inspired by our podcast. See, that's what we're here to do. Exactly. Inspire, inspire people. Yeah. Inspire a say, new generation. <laughs> yeah. New generation. We'll go with that. and an old generation. <laughs> older, well. older generation. So uh, yeah, Greg wants to do his own podcast. Brilliant. Um, we had a conversation about it and they came up with the name of three and a half inch floppies. Excellent, yeah. Based on the fact that we were talking with somebody who was considerably younger than us who had no idea what a floppy, what a floppy disk was. Oh, see, I mean, it's just a sign of the times, isn't and it? What's, and a different sizing of floppy disks. Wow, yeah, of course. Uh, well, Greg, you know, I am happy in uh, a technical podcast recording capacity to give you some pointers on how not to do it. <laughs> just <gonna say. laughs> and um, yeah, so they're coming up, but they wanted like a trailer coming in, so. A what? Like a, like a trailer, so better than our trailer right but you know like a a trailer yeah what to record it in no like what, a like, starter like, like a, a jingle type thing a jingle there we right, go right okay so like it's coming the soon right language. come on oh, coming right, okay. soon a three and a half inch floppy yeah see i think we need i think we need to um they could be sponsored by breeder that would work Three and a half inch floppies, sponsored yeah. by Breeder. Well, I haven't given up on Breeder for okay, us. To all be right, sorry, I think we just got to we got to work on them. Sorry, you know. Right, finally, another yep. one. So we're quite safe talking about this because okay. um, Gemma didn't want it mentioned. Right, my, my wife Gemma. Right, but she doesn't listen to the pod, so we're okay. So we're fine. Yep. So um, yeah, Gemma uh, went to watch Portsmouth play Ooh. on the Wednesday. As a work thing, she had to go. She kept that quiet. She was forced to go. Right. And uh, but for those of you listening to the Peter Crouch podcast, she met Kev the Kitman. No way. Yeah, another Kitman. Another man. He's <laughs> the one. He, he's the one who appears on the podcast that, that Peter no Crouch way. always talks about. Oh right. So anyway, okay. she was very. She was more excited about meeting him than anything else of the day, <laughs> photograph, etc. She then allegedly accidentally threw her cash card on the floor in the changing rooms. Wow. Okay. So Kev the Kitman, being <laughs> being the good bloke that he is, brought the cash card back up to the old uh, complimentary meal they were having. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, they came in, had a photograph, a little chat, anything else. So what, great was she there for a game? It was for work. Yeah, it's like a work like a corporate thing. sort of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. And she was quite enjoyed it. She, the level of football was sub. Well, you sub know, what she's used to. In, enjoyable from a rough and ready perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But that she enjoyed it. She had a good time. She had all her inoculations before we went to Portsmouth. Indeed. I yeah. I, I made her wear a stab vest. Yeah. I think it's wise. But um, but yeah. apart from that, she so was she fine. came back unscathed. I bet it was a unscathed. bit of a celebration in the house when she got home safely. It was, there yeah. was. There yeah. was. Yeah. Rejoice. There was a red carpet laid down, <laughs> people clapping, you know. There'd have been more people, but the coronavirus, you know, self-isolation, a bit tricky. Yeah. But, you know, about yeah, 5,000 5, people. That's no, all right. There you go. That's, that's good for them, isn't Big, it? Bigger, bigger than their crowd. Um, just changing um, tack slightly, I did hear, and I've got no real knowledge on why this is, but Southampton of today announced that they, they, their profits have shrunk by... About 70 million from last year. Really? Which is unbelievable. So they were about 39 million in profit last year and they've had a deficit this year of about 30 million. So I don't know where that money has gone. Looking at the uh, weird. looking at the owners and thinking, have they pulled a bit of money out or something? I don't know. Well, they might have I don't know quite what's happened there. Yeah, really. they might have done, to be fair. But that's a bit worrying. It is indeed. So to um, Dan McGuinness, friend of the show, He's normally quite quiet, but he's coming with a punchy I, Do you one. know what? I've got not a funny story, but I did see Dan at M&S this morning with a, a crate of um, Heineken under his arm. 
wow. walking out. So I was thinking, yeah, he's gone in for provisions, you know, stocking up, you yeah. know, just in case they're in self isolation this weekend. So he, he's got the he's got the necessities of life. So, so good luck. So, so he was concerned that the podcast might not carry on with all the football being exactly. suspended, everything else. But I think we've shown that we've managed to do what fifteen minutes, and we've not really <laughs> talked about sport yet. So we'll be fine, I think. I think, I think we're going to be just we okay. Well, I think we, tr- we, we transcend, transcend sport, <laughs> but also, we <laughs> indeed we do. Of course we do. But we're going to have to transcend sport in the next few weeks yeah. or months, aren't we? Don't worry, listeners. We'll, we, won't, we won't let you down. We won't let you down. We're, both of you. It's going to be a public service exactly. from us because we're going to have to get uh, the country yep. through the next few weeks or months exactly. without sport. Exactly. And I mean, that is the grim reality. There is going to be no sport on for some considerable time. And I think your idea at the start, well, before we came on on, on air, yes. you made a proposal, yes. and I like this idea. Yes. So we think we should just pick a year, any year, doesn't yeah. matter, and just that we will show those fixtures. From, like, day order. Day order, so you'd have the Grand Prix, whatever it was that yes. year, you'd have the, the football, cricket. the rugby, yeah. the cricket, whatever it was. I like that. And we'll just relive the fun. we pick a year where England were quite good, hopefully. I think so. I mean, 05 would be a... I mean, I'd love to show 96. Okay. Euros, yes. Hey, I think that's a good year, actually. Oh, that amazing. is a good year. Should we show the golf, Sky Sports? Can we Sky Sports? He's got the bloke at the head of Sky Sports has got to be sit, sat there going, "Oh, I know, shit." Yeah, I how know. am I going to feel? It's like seven channels, twenty-four no, totally hour a day, I utterly totally buggered. But I just think, I mean, you know, on a serious note, um, I just mentioned to you before about Henry Winter, the Times journalist, and he was sort of saying, you know, mental health for the nation. You know, just if we are going to be in sort of self isolation or whatever. For weeks and weeks and weeks ahead with no sport, no cinema, yeah. no... It is going to be really, really tough, isn't it? So I think, I think I think that's not... You know, it sounds mental at this stage. We're very early days in this whole thing, but give it a few weeks. Yeah, we could be... You need like, something to focus on, don't you? They're gonna, we're going to start having adverts going, and tonight we're going to show <laughs> yeah. the fixture from 1972 where Leeds <laughs> played Blackburn or some Love shit. It. And we'll all get, we'll all get excited about it. Yeah, top the title. And then we can talk to each other. So we're all going to be like FaceTiming each other. Have the match going, yeah, it's great. I've got a beer. Yeah, how are you? I'm going to pretend we're in a pub. It's going to be... It's going to be a, it's gonna be, it's gonna yeah. test our resolve. It is going to be really, really weird. Really, really weird. And I mean... Looking ahead to what they do with the rest of this season, football season, yeah, the end of Six Nations. I mean, ah, it's quite simple. Push the Euros back. Finish, I think you're right. Finish, football finish the I season think, in the summer. I think it has to be done, done, isn't it? Golf, no one cares. <laughs> Cricket, all right. We'll miss the Sri Lanka tour. Karen's you wear afterwards. Yeah, I um, think they're talking about maybe doing that at the end, or sorry, in January prior to the India tour next year, so 2021. <laughs> so they do the Sri Lanka two tests, then go to India. Wow. Yeah, so that'd be heavy. If they haven't got diarrhoea by the end of that, they'll be doing well. Exactly. Anyway, um, <laughs> right, moving on, moving Far on. Far too serious debate. Exactly, that, that, that nearly got like proper. Uh, so we've See, Dan, got to... we can mix it up with serious intellectual discussion around sport. I think we've proved that. Now. You're listening to The Broken Trophy Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Broken Trophy or on Instagram at Broken Trophy Pod. You were challenged. Was so, I? So Mike, he challenged you to a race. He called me out, didn't he? He did call you out. Yeah. So you've agreed to do a cycle race with him. See, what I loved about that... What no, no, no. I, hang on a minute. Cycle race yeah. with him, is that confirmed? It is confirmed. Okay. But what I loved about that is how I agreed to do it, and then he said, right, done. 70 to 80 mile cycle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Last yeah. one, what, the one we did was, what, 20 miles? Yeah, if, if that. that. that but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fair bit more than that. <laughs> okay. no, Mike's at the same school as me. If you're going to say yes, you're going in Billy Big. You're not That's going right. in for like a little That's right. one. So 70 odd miles. So that was on the... Should we try and find a flat one? Flat one would be good. And can I suggest you buy some padded shorts? I have got padded shorts. Okay. Oh, well, I've got padded padded leggings, I think. Of course you have. Yeah. Of course you have. What? 
padded leggings. I don't know. Okay, no, that's good. I, 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 you know, I literally did one cycle ride, hurt my ass considerably. So I bought another set. Oh, sorry, bought a set. And that was when we went in early February. Do you remember? We went up to North oh, Hampshire somewhere. Yeah, and it was, it was like snowing exactly, on the way up. Yeah. And they called it off. <laughs> yeah. Roads are icy. Probably not the best idea to cycle on it. Lovely bacon sandwich. Beautiful. That was good. Oh my that. God. I've never had a bacon roll with so much, like, I know it sounds stupid, but so much, much bacon. bacon. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It's like half a, cow, <laughs> anyway, half a pig in there. Most, most people reminisce about their amazing exploits. <laughs> we reminisce about a race being cancelled and an amazing bacon sandwich. But anyway. Uh, you've got to so, take the positives out of life. Where are we? So I've got a list here. I think we've done the first bit. Right. Items for the pod for Room 101. So, we put out the shout out again for stuff to go into Room 101. Not much update this week, so we're going to have to, you know, get on that a bit. However, um, Tom's got a call, by the way. It's Maria's mum's calling. Maria's mum. Maria's mum. Sure. Is it a booty call or? I would, what, for me? Yeah. Well, it's Maria's mum phoning on Maria's phone. Oh, right, okay. So, probably not. No. Okay, (laughs) good. Just checking. Um, (laughs) So inappropriate. I do apologise, listeners. It's fine. Um, I forgot his name now. Is it Graham or George Bran? Who? Oh, George. 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 Gra- George Bran. Graham's his twin brother. Less, <laughs> less good looking. He's the one that played in the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the final team. Yeah. Unfortunately, his brother was a bit rubbish and it didn't make it. Um, he wanted to put a third choice goalkeepers in. So I totally, well, I totally agree. With that. I've never understood why you've got a third choice goalkeeper on the bench. Yeah. Third, well, third choice. Third choice goalkeeper in general. Yeah. Because obviously you have a second choice keeper on the bench. Yeah. Fair enough. Third choice, sometimes fourth choice within yeah. the squad. Why? I don't get it. Just in case of injuries, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, but in the old days, right, this is what I used to quite like. If the goalkeeper went down, everyone was like, yes, yep. let's bring on the sub. And it would be like a Vinnie Jones going in yeah. goal. Or and used to love it because they used to like run around like lunatics. Yeah. Yeah, they did go cra- A bit like, what's his face, Rainer for Villa. Oh the week. my god! You saw that you one when he came. He's out of the picture when the, when, the, when the bloke takes a shot. It's unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I, but he used to that for Liverpool, didn't he? I think he's quite a couple erratic, of times. So anyway, there was that Adrian's rubbish goalkeeping on yeah. the Champions League. So oh, overall, goalkeepers bad, but third choice goalkeeper. Yeah, I was saying to my mate the other night. I mean, goalkeeping in general has been quite a few. Kepa was pretty poor, wasn't he? Although, um, oh, the the guy from Atletico Madrid. Yeah, he did well. All black. Uh, all black. Yeah, he did really well against uh, Liverpool. Just, just, but, pl- just please note, listeners, I've just made some more football references. Yeah, I want that noted top. just before you know get forgotten. Carry on. Sorry, I was listening to um, another radio show last night, and they were talking about who are so talking about Adrian playing for Liverpool and being rubbish essentially, and talking about who is the best second choice keeper at That's any club. Burnley, isn't it? Huh? Haven't Burnley got three England keepers or something? They did. They did. Yeah. I mean, Tom Heaton moved to Villa, didn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but everyone was saying, well, the panel on the radio show was saying um, Sergio Romero at United, who's very good. He's had like 10 clean sheets in about 14 games or something this season, yeah, right. which is pretty decent. De Gea's been a bit, been a bit pony recently. Oh, he's still got it. Okay. He's still got it. I think he's had a little, couple of little dips, but he's been so good over the years that I think when he does have a dip, it stands out. But yeah. Well, Tom successfully turned a, a fun conversation into a boring, <laughs> sorry, sad one. I'm so, so sorry about that. Again, thanks, Tom. <laughs> Jesus. There's a way of negating his his uh, his, his uh, video output. Be quite handy. It was audio output. Anyway, right. So the final question we had was around: Do you want a medal for finishing an event? Losers' medals at football. Best thing you got at the end of a race. Um, so we had some some comments coming back. So this is quite interesting one for me. So I used to be all about the medals. Right. So I used to have hundreds of them. The bigger the better. I used to do a couple of races because you got these like medals the size of a plate. Yeah. And then put them all in a shoebox. Yeah. And I've got like maybe 
five, six that probably mean something to me in terms of the race more than anything yeah. else, like momentum of the race. Some people still go out and get medals, and that's fair enough. And now some races will charge you more. So there's one by Phoenix Running, okay. where the medal is literally the size of a clock. It is huge. What? It, it's What's worth looking at. It's huge. Well, some people like that kind of thing. You pay more for it, obviously, but some, right. people, some people like that. Um, and also, from our personal perspective, we're organising the swim events in the summer on the handball. Self-promotion. And we had, of course, uh, washedupevents.co.uk. <laughs> uh, only, the, only, only the best uh, swimmers go there, or the worst, doesn't matter, come along. You're going to bring the, the we'll marketing happen- strap line exactly. out there. <laughs> we'll, we'll happily take your money. Um, so anyway, we, we, we were meeting with a chat today about that, having that, having the exact same conversation about what do people like. So for our, our events, we've got, actually, a friend of the show, Greg. Hi, Greg. Friend of the, the show, show. <laughs> he's uh, he he's he's uh, he's a bit like a wood carving kind of guru type oh, person. Right. So he's going to burn some uh, coasters for us. So burn like logos into a coaster for us. Right, sustainable. It's wood. Okay, individual. See, like he's that. doing it. It's a nice idea. So that that was one thing I was going to say about the sustainability of these medals. Yeah. Like that's sustainable. See, we'll well that is sustainable. But a lot of them are just what Chinese, Chinese metal. Exactly. So that's why we didn't want to go with, go with that. So we've yeah, done that. Okay, and then fair we've enough. Got, uh, Helen, Helen Evans from Muddle Muddle. Something pottery, muddle pottery, muddle, right. fuddle, puddle. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> One of them, pottery near here. Look it up, Helen. Um, she's making us some gla- beautiful glassware right. um, for people that do all four swims. Right. Again, it's personal. It's so, what you're doing four events, you get like a special right. thing at the end. However, your chap this morning was saying that the big thing at the moment in races is old fashioned badges you have to sew onto stuff. Like on your towel or something. Yeah, on your towel, on your coat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's that, that's, that's the, that at the moment is the big kind of trend. See, can I just say something? Yes. Probably, like, going to rile all of our listeners. That's fine. But, like, don't you think, like, takeaways like that, I mean, that's kind of what kids get when they do yeah, you're things. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, because, I, I, I mean, the first, I've only done two or three running or cycling or whatever events. Oh, with me, actually? No, I did one before you. Okay. Before we were friends. Bastard. Um, yeah, someone organised an MND his, run. It was, it was his favourite. I know. I can't was compare. sad times back then. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was missing something from my life and then Stefan filled it. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> the three and a half inch floppy. Anyway. Back to that. But yeah, so I mean, the first thing, the first time I did anything like that, I was like, you know, oh, here's your medal. So, oh, right. You know, I, I thought it'd just be like the winners. The, the first, second and third might get a medal or something like that. I don't know. I don't know my view. I mean, I, I sort so of... I can, I can help you on this a bit. Go on. Which will actually make you laugh, <laughs> and it kind of supports your argument, right? So, I don't know, two, three years ago, whenever it was, uh, Gemma, the wife, you know, who does listen to the pod, so we're, we're safe. Non friend of the show. Non friend of the show. Um, a bit, a bit like Maria, non friend yeah. of the show. <laughs> wives and non friend. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why our wives won't listen to our podcast. But anyway, well, I think they get our wit and intellect so much through the week. That, that is true. You know, there's there's no so much you can take. They don't need it. You exactly. Know. You know, we, we, we feel their needs. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Paris Marathon a few years ago. We had to fly back that evening. Right. So we're going through um, probably Charles de Gaulle Airport, I guess. And obviously wearing our medals because, you know, right. we've got a medal. Yeah. And you go through um, security things. You've got to take all your stuff off, put it into a thing. Security guy goes, oh, did you win the race? I'm like, <laughs> six, I'm, I'm six foot, 120 kilos. Pretty yes. sure I didn't. And I'm not Kenyan. Love and, that. And um, I said, no, I said, it's the medal we get for finishing. He went, that's a bit weird. You probably should only get a medal Thank if you, you win it. And I was like, I, honestly, I was like, oh, huh. sod you. I love went, that. Went through security. There's about 50 people who'd all done the race as well, all in race t-shirts, medals on. Like, right, we're going back to our, we're going back to our friends. Sod you. So, um, but no, and, and I think, um, yeah, Dan Power mentioned, earn it, wear it. Yeah. 
I get that. So I always wear my medal on the journey home. Right. And then when I get home, it goes off, goes in the shoebox. But on that journey home, if I stop and get petrol or whatever, I'm wearing it. Right. But then when I get home, it goes in the box. So do you ever do a race or, you know, an event like this, get a medal, but you've you've had a shocker in yeah. that event. And then you do that thing where, you know, like the Champions League runners up, they'll oh, take the medal yeah, yeah, straight yeah, yeah. off. Do you ever do that? No. So you just, whatever your time, whatever your performance in that event. No, Tom, it's never going to be fast for me. No, so, I know. So it's going but to be I a know, finish. I, I have spoke, you know, on a serious note, yeah. I have spoken to you after some events. You've yes. been disappointed with your performance. I have. I have. And others where you've been happy. Yeah, yeah. So I, you, st- I would still wear it because I've still finished it. Yeah, okay. And the, I mean, I do, don't get me wrong. Look, I do think, I mean, even like the 30 mile or 20 mile, whatever we did cycle ride, I was chuffed to bits at finishing yeah, yeah. it, you know, because... For me, it was a long distance. It's not a long distance. I know that. But for me, it was. And it was definitely a sense of achievement. But I, I wasn't then thinking, oh, great, I get a medal. You know, it just wasn't part of why I did it. You know, I know that's not why people do no, it. No, but no, do you know I, what think, I, mean? I think it's quite, it's a weird one, really. I, th- I actually think there's an element of kind of, you see some people who go to do a, swimming's bad for this. You get like seven medals. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Um, and I think on some races, like, a f- but I guess, again, it's, it's where you are in your, career that's the wrong word yeah so but now yeah, I wouldn't want a medal from a 5k I'd be like, that's a bit yeah pointless. true even a 10k probably yeah but a marathon or an ultra or a long cycle or whatever I'd probably want something to kind of go actually that was a was it, long time was it Danielle on Twitter that posted the picture of the Barcelona coin coin see that's cool I do get yeah, that she I got, she got that. a medal a t-shirt some other stuff yeah and um, and this coin I, I, at first it was a bit like as Dan Power said that's basically a medal without a ribbon yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair point um, you know <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. was, she, she was brought back to earth quite quickly um, Danielle meet Dan Dan meet Danielle um, I, like, I like the idea of it yeah but I have to be honest when I was in when I was working in America I used to love doing races there because yeah. you'd same sort of cost for a race but you'd get a thing called a swag bag right yeah and races were ranked on their swag oh right so oh, you'd right. go on a website and they'd say yeah do this race because the swag on it is phenomenal so I did the hot chocolate race in Atlanta <laughs> It's amazing. The swag you got was phenomenal. So the day before you went there and you got, like in essence, an Ikea bag just full of stuff. Blimey. Mugs, T-shirts, a hoodie, a cardigan thing. Just just the volume of stuff you got. Then when you finished, you got a massive uh, uh, mug, so the size of like a dinner bowl type thing, made out of chocolate, and then added hot water to it. And you put it onto a tray. Then you had other bits of chocolate and strawberries and stuff to dip into the chocolate milk Blimey. to eat. Finished all that off, then with a massive disco in the car park outside the Braves. Amazing. So, so I mean, America does swag in a whole different way. I mean, do they actually bother organising the event? Is it just like a quick run around a park? But no, they no, just so was... focus all their efforts on the swag. No, no, no. You people wouldn't enter races in America unless you've got decent swag. Right. So that was a 15k or 20k run. It's a decent run. A kin freezing. <laughs> and it was um, yeah, really nice around the outskirts of Atlanta where they built the new stadium now where the Super Bowl was. Oh right. Ago. Yeah. Amazing. Or was it this year? But anyway, amazing seemed, area. It just seems but the swag. The swag was yeah. something else. The swag. It just seems so alien to me. I mean, I've never really sort of thought anyway, about. So, we then talked about other people's ideas and what they'd had. So Danielle mentioned that one race gave her socks, right? Which is pretty cool. And uh, I'm trying to think. The um, yeah, the, she got socks. I think Gemma did a race actually in Southampton where you got socks and a hoodie and a few other bits. Okay, socks quite practical. Yep. Like you, that, you will use them for. Um, you then, you've then got um, uh, idea of a pint glass. I think the yeah. Romsey five mile, I think it is. You get a pint of beer, right? At the um, end, but some races do a, do um, a pint glass. I know some races do a handmade pottery mug. Right, like that's just different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We did a race in Portsmouth 10, 12 years ago. You got a coffee mug, 
thing at the end, a coffee, like a travel one, yeah. we, we still use it. So okay. not sustainable, but it's been used for 12 years, yeah. most weekends. Yeah. But anyway, so that was that. So there's quite a big debate online. So we've, as I did quite a lot of research on this in terms of what people want, mm-hmm. and it, it depends on the, on the person. A lot of people still want a medal. Yeah. But quite a few races now I've seen that will give you the option to untick a medal oh, or a right, T-shirt. Okay. Yeah. It takes money off the price. Yeah. And then you don't get one at the end. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. I mean, I suppose it just shows, like, in these kind of events, it's just like this, you know society this sort of group of people if you like that do these kind of events that you know you get used to that kind of um, that setup and stuff it's just it is what it is isn't it and it's it sort is. of develops and it evolves and however my biggest complaint before we move on yeah t-shirts they never fit right and Dan Power and I have got a similar size physique beautiful gorgeous of course <laughs> you, get, you get you know you get a lot of money value for money you get a lot of value for money yeah you get a lot of meat for your money um our t-shirts never fit <laughs> right. ever fit yeah and it does my nutting. Right, okay. And even some some races that I love doing, and the race organisers are amazing people. You know, you get a t-shirt which is marked up as double XL, and it's like a boob tube. Right. So I, I, think, suppose, I, yeah, I, I think I've got, so on the basis I've done probably 100, 150 different races over the last few years, I've maybe got five t-shirts that actually fit. Right. I suppose it's almost impossible to get the sizing right, unless you ask no, people in advance. No, no, no. You ask people, they ask you the sizing. Oh, right. That's fine. Oh, right. But the manufacturers or whatever, so you, I ask for a double XL <laughs> to make sure it's big enough. I'm normally an XL. Yeah. A child's double XL. <laughs> yeah, basically you get like a, some ridiculous fit. So if you're, if, you're, if you're of the larger size, forget it on t-shirts. Right. It's just pointless. Or very small, I would imagine. Indeed, because it's made for your skinny person, the normal traditional runner. Yeah. Less about, you know, more people. So <laughs> anyway. Extremes. So, um, yes. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So that was so that, really. Yeah. An insight good. into it. So... We've got to do a pod every week with no sport. Yep. So, listeners, we're going to need your help here. Yep. We're going to have to get even more random than normal. We might yep. even let Tom talk a bit more. Well, steady on. Okay. We don't want complaints. So, <laughs> we, so basically, we're going to have to get some ideas from you. If you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome. Well, I, 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 I personally think there's some mileage in what you mentioned earlier about picking a year. And we could almost talk about sport in that year. Okay. And oh, almost well, have a bit. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Almost have a review right. of that sporting year. We'll right. do a bit of research in advance. Okay. All right. So if you've got ideas for a year, and then also, um, much in the way that Roma do it for um, kids that have been lost, and I'm, you know, and trying to find kids that have been, you know, stolen or lost or whatever, we have to do a shout out from Toss and Chris. Yeah. He's been strangely quiet this week. He has. So we're a bit worried about him. And obviously, he, obviously he lives in the borough of Totten. Yeah. So we can only imagine what's happening in those areas at the moment. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. So Chris, if you're alive... Get in touch. Please get in touch with us. We're worried about you. We are. Either that or just call Esther Ranson on Childline. <laughs> but she's still alive. I think she still does the rounds. They wheel her out every now and again for a show, don't they? Yeah, there you go. So well, I thought she was dead. No. All right. No, so I thought she's still going. Either, so Chris... Now, if you can, get in touch with Come us on, from Totten. Chris. Come on, So Tom, me, or Esther Ranson, whichever yeah. one you like. And, um, <laughs> whichever you feel more approachable. <laughs> yeah. There used to be a number, I'm not sure if it works anymore. Um, yeah, just get in touch, we're worried about you. you know, we, gave you we gave you a challenge to come yeah. up with a stat, and you never did it. Yeah, I'm quite glad, because I, mean, I did embarrass myself a bit last week, didn't I? You did a bit. With, but, the, um, with the German position. Yeah, I, yeah, I just didn't. Luckily, no one's listened to the pod, because you ruined, you ruined it. So I reckon you did it on edit. purpose. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Sabotage. so we need ideas for next week. If you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome. And also, if that doesn't work, then we'll pick a year and talk about that year. Exactly. And where, where do we think we're going to be this time next week? Do we think we'll even be allowed to meet up next week? Oh, good point. You know? We'll do it virtually. We might have to. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll, 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 yeah, it'll be fine. We, and, and like I said earlier, we will 
battle through the elements. We'll battle through coronavirus. So that we can deliver Broken Trophy podcast to our to our lovely followers. And to give inspiration still to people like friend of the show, Greg. Exactly. Because friend of the show, Greg, is our priority at this He's stage. He's our priority at this stage. I'm worried about him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So right. There we go. There you go. That's the sporting roundup of the week. I think the headline is, there is no sport. And is your washing finished? No, it's still dry. Oh, okay. All right. See you later, Ron. See you next week. Bye.